me something. Tell me. Don't tell me words don't matter. You tell me what you think. I don't think so. Tell me something about. All of us has something special. Uh, I don't know what I said. That might just change your world completely and entirely. Today on the show is Prank Week, where your two hosts will be pitted against each other in order to win as many fantasyful prank theme games as time will allow. All in order to win this amazing trophy this week, made from the pain and suffering felt by all those who have fallen victim to a damaging and scarring and definitely not funny April Fool's joke. They don't exist. The loser will also have to read the winner. Three April Fools worthy puns, Hudson. <laughs> Three April Fools worthy puns. And Hudson, what games are we playing this week? We've got everything you could possibly want from an episode of Tell Me Something I Don't Know. We've got Are You Dead or Something I Said? Mm-hmm. Who Said That? Oh, yeah. Charlie versus Urban Dictionary. Sing it to me. And you gotta be trumping me. Alright, 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 alright. But before Hudson, we get started while we listen to Wolf Mother, you get a little message for us, don't you? Sin acknowledges and pays respects to the owners, the House of Sin and Studio Stand, the Wondery people of the Coolin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners our land the, the land our content reaches as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country now it's time for are you dead or was it something i said so we're up to the macabre moment of the show where mm-hmm. we talk about death yes um and joke related death so all these um situations i'm about to read out are Prank's kind of gone wrong. Okay. And you have to tell me how the story ends. So I'm going to give you the setup, and you have to tell me how the story ends. Um, these all t- took place in America, by mm-hmm. the way. Okay. Okay. A house sitter comes home with his son. Hears some ruffling upstairs and um, thinks that there's, you know, a, an, an invader in the house. Shit's but it's actually down. the owner's children of the house hiding in the cupboard. How does the story end? Oh, he gets out his shotgun... And he marches right upstairs and he just fires those them slugs into the cupboard <laughs> and just wreaks havoc on that, on those um, poor, poor children. So, or he comes home and has a heart attack because he's really obese because he's American. Well, I'm going to give you a point because you had the, you said it right the first time. It wasn't a shotgun, but he, the guy who was house-sitting gave a weapon to his son and they both marched upstairs <laughs> and it was very sad, but they both shot the, the poor people hiding trying to prank them. That's, okay, next one. That's crazy. Uh, three 14-year-old boys are egging cars in the streets. Mm-hmm. How does the story end? How does the story end? Yeah. Um, is this just a, a story about the time we did it? Because <laughs> hey, if so, ha- it on. did not end very we, well. We, we, we can't be saying this on We can't air. be saying that. Okay. We incriminating uh, ourselves. The school still doesn't know. Yeah. Um, I think that they throw an egg... And they have bad aim and they hit one of the other boys in the eye socket 
and the shell breaks and splinters into his eye and he goes blind in one eye. You stupid. This is about death. It's not about being blind. <laughs> okay. So the three 14-year-old boys egg a car mm-hmm. with um, Mr. Gross and Mr. Gross Jr., his son, and they both go out and they shoot the boys. <laughs> it's terrible, but they, they ended up shooting them because they were egging his car. Very sad story. Okay, oh, next one. Seven stories Americans are always packing. Seven teenagers uh, throw eggs, toilet paper, and mayonnaise at a friend's house. How does the story end? Egg, seven teenagers. Seven teenagers. It was a retaliation for a prank that happened earlier that, that day. <sighs> they <clears throat> knock over a gas canister and it blows up and ignites the whole house on fire. I think I read this in the newspaper. You stupid. That's wrong. That was the cockroach. The guy trying to kill the cockroach whose house exploded last week. Did you read that article? No, I didn't. Anyway, so what happens was the father of the the boy who's, you know, the house they were pranking comes out and shoots one of them. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, next one. A scavenger hunt where you need to... A scavenger hunt where you needed to find a balloon... Um, for, you know, as part of the scavenger hunt, mm-hmm. um, three, uh, one, sorry, it was like a group of children thinks it'd be a really cool idea to jump on top of a local stall and steal. It's like, you know, marketing balloon, advertising a balloon on top. Yep. How does the story end? Do they untie it and then float away in the balloon? And then, and the then the balloon, balloon runs boy. out of air. <laughs> and then the balloon runs out of air and they just plummet to their deaths. Um, well, actually the owner comes out and shoots in the air and shoots one of them. <laughs> You stupid. You really <laughs> nailed it with your research okay. this week. That's it. All right, all right. Just last one, last deaths. one. Okay. Two teens are playing on train tracks and notice a switch that will divert the train. How does the story end? <laughs> <clears throat> um, they press the switch. Yes. Um, and they thought that they were diverting it away from themselves, but they actually divert them into, towards themselves and they get squelched by the train. <laughs> Squelched. Squelched. Well, um, actually what happens was um, the train missed the bend and derailed. Nobody on the train was hurt, but the train conductor actually um, was killed instantly, very unfortunately. Um, so no one were, on the train was <clears throat> hurt, no, but, no, but the, conductor, the conductor. The conductor. But he um, doesn't count as people, so it's fine. The people, he was, well, that's not what I said. <laughs> um, the kids were tried as adults, spent five years in prison, now one of them has been released and has become a millionaire on the stock market. I made a film about that fateful day. And last question, what was that film called? Switch, tracks, what does this button do, or boys will be boys? <laughs> <laughs> is that film called The Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> um, no. It's actually a film called Tracks. That's a oh, real film. Yeah, real enough. story. So you got one point out of six. So I'm in fine form comparatively Good to my standards. Good start to the show. Great um, start So to with the that, show. I think we'll jump into another track, and then we'll be coming back with Charlie's turn to quiz myself. Just before we jump into the next segment, I just want to quickly come back to that last segment we did. We were in no way trying to make light of those terrible um, moments. Um it's a very interesting time in America right now, and um, it was very surprising doing the research into this episode how much of these pranks ended very poorly. So um, sorry if we offended anybody out there, but thanks for, for staying with us. We're going to jump into another segment now, I think. Will Hudson, now it's time wait, for... Wait, wait, wait. What is it? What, 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 what segment are you is it? trumping me, oh, man? It's trumping me. Okay. We discussed this in the break. <laughs> we had a six-minute song break to discuss this. Okay, here we go. 
Now it's time for... Hudson, <laughs> in these shows, you always have one sh- terrible intro work, and that's it, the one for the show, yeah, so I now, expect now it's, now it's a flawless way. performance from now on. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's called you got to be trumping me. Basically, I'm going to give you a real April Fool's prank, and you have to tell me if it's real or fake. Okay. So it's in classic Trump style. Is All it right. real news or is it <laughs> fake news? Number one, I call it Tuschetti or not Tuschetti. In 1957, the BBC news show Panorama announced (laughs) that both due to a very mild winter climate and the virtual elimination of the dreaded spaghetti weevil, Swiss farmers are enjoying a bumper spaghetti crop that season. They included a video of Swiss peasants pulling spaghetti down from trees, saying that the trees had indeed grown the spaghetti. It was believed by... Majority of people <laughs> in England because they didn't have that much spaghetti around at the time, and they had people ringing in asking how they could also, in fact, grow a spaghetti tree. The BBC released an announcement later saying that place a sprig of spaghetti in a tin of tomato sauce and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Where, when, what year was this? Sorry. 1957, <clears throat> Hudson. Is this a real April Fool's joke oh, or a fake April Fool's joke? That's not that long ago. If it was like ages ago, you know, maybe I could buy something, but mm-hmm. I feel like, but that's a very intricate joke. And um, I'm a so, very sophisticated man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm going to say this is a real you reckon this a is a real story, a real prank that really happened? I beat China all yes. the time. I beat all the time, Hudson. That is 100% wow. real. It happened in 1957 <laughs> on the 1st of April, as did all these things. <laughs> Number two, Hudson, smoking kills. Yes. In 1983, on April 1st, James Hamill brought a smoke bomb to school and the town of Lancashire, England, would never be the same. At lunchtime, James snuck into the IT lab and let off the smoke bomb in the technology lab, sorry, in order to miss his fourth period IT class. This set off a chain reaction that would change the face of the entire town. The smoke alarms promptly went off, setting off the indoor sprinkler system. The water (laughs) then got into the server box, which is in the IT lab, which then promptly ignited it and caused an explosion in the <laughs> IT room, which engulfed half the school in, in, in flames. They had to then evacuate the school into a neighbouring street, which caused a major traffic jam, which resulted in four separate road rage incidents, one heart attack and one pregnancy. By the time emergency services had arrived, half the school was burnt down, five men were rushed to hospital with serious road rage injuries, and one man, one man was taken to the morgue, and eight children were treated for smoke inhalation. Is this a oh real my God. story surely, or a fake story? Surely not. This, I would have seen this story if, if this, this was, was real. This was 1983. You went alive then. But as in like when I was doing my research for the show today. I would have seen this story, surely. So I'm going to say this is a false story. Are you sure? A it's very, pretty... a very intricate, very, very believable um, false story. I'd be yes, yes. yes. That is off my mind. That That's took me the... 15 minutes to write. I, I was very impressed. That I sounds think, like a movie. I think I might publish it as a short yeah, story. Yeah, I like it. What I would think. you call it? I'd call it Smoking Kills oh, okay. 2. <laughs> um, all right, Hudson, you're two from two. There's two more. There's only four in this segment. Next one is number three, The Curious Case of Sid Finch in the Nighttime. In 1895, Sports Illustrated in America released, revealed that the New York Mets had recruited rookie pitcher Sam Finch, who could throw a baseball at a whopping 168 miles per hour, which is 65 miles per hour faster than the fastest pitch on record. Wow. 
They detailed that Finch had never actually played baseball before and had mastered the art of the pitch in his Tibetan monastery in the hills in which he lived for four years. Mm. And everyone Mm -hmm. believed it at the time. Is this a true April Fool's or a fake April Fool's? This sounds... Because if I read an article in the newspaper that said some monk has come out of hiding and beaten everybody <laughs> at like a particular activity I would believe that you know? <laughs> like they, they have um, elevated their bodies and minds to planes we could not understand so mm-hmm. I'm going to say this is a real um, story is that why you're a Buddhist for that reason only for that reason only Congratula- congratulations congratulations Hudson that is 100% true the tagline for the article read he's a pitcher part yogi and part recluse, impressively liberated from an opulent lifestyle, Sid's deciding about yoga and his future in baseball, which if you put all the first letters together in that sentence, it spells Happy April Fool's Day, <laughs> a fib. And that was the opening paragraph of the Good article. Job. Yes, Hudson, job. it was entirely true. You are, mate, you are on fire. You're three from three. Okay, okay, last one before we go to the next song. Number four, Nixon for president again. In 1992, American radio talk of the nation revealed that Richard Nixon, in a surprise move, was running for president again (laughs) under the campaign slogan, I didn't do anything wrong and I won't do it again. (laughs) Is this a real or is this a fake April Fool's story? I love this story. (laughs) I'm going to say this. this, uh, That tagline is is a very wonderful piece of... uh, uh, political advertising. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say this is a true moment. You don't think I could come up with something that good? That's inspired. It's truly inspired. I beat China. Oh. All yes, the time. that is 100% true. I did not come up with that. And if I had, <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I'd be doing <laughs> yeah, much better, much more it. exciting things. Well, Hudson, I think it's time for a song. I think the audience is sick of my voice. As am I, Hudson. As am I. Now it's time for. Now it's time for... I'm pressing... I'm, I'm doing the cue. I'm doing the cue, but it's not doing the thing. It's... Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's... Okay. Just keep building the suspense. I'm getting the Ladies cue. And gentlemen, the cue didn't you work. You should be very excited about what's coming up right now. Oh! Who's that? Oh, who's that? I think I'm actually firing you from the podcast. <laughs> you, this is the last episode with Hudson. This is the last ever episode with Hudson, mate. Okay. You have had a so shocker this, so far. Hold on. Look, this is my turn. That was this shocking is my turn. Radio. This is my game now. We're going to be taken off the air, mate. Okay. This edition of Who Said That is um, particularly custom-made for you, Charlie. These are all things that I have on record that you've said, <laughs> and I'm going to get you to finish the sentence. Okay, <laughs> finish the post. Okay. Oh, God. So you famously said once, ha, 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 just pushed grandma down the stairs. Okay, she falls over like a stack of potatoes, a floppy fish, uh, a deflating balloon, or a flailing spaghetti bowl. Which one did you say when you posted that comment? Did I actually win? <laughs> I have no recollection of it. Answer the question, Charlie. Can I've I, got it here on my notes that you've I, said this. Can I have the options again? Sack of potatoes, a floppy fish, deflating balloon, flailing spaghetti bowl. Oh, well, knowing my grandma, it would be a flailing spaghetti bowl because um, there's strong Italian heritage in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you stupid. It's actually, oh. you actually said it's, it was E, uh, a soggy slice of bread. A sloggy slice of bread? Yeah. Oh, I remember that, that fondly. Thin, so, yeah. I remember that fondly. Okay. It got um, one like. And that was coincidentally my grandma. Mm. So. Well, well, actually, after that, 
relatively recently after that. Okay. Um, you wrote, uh, do you know what I think is a joke? Old people, grandma, hospital wait times, or funeral costs? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Oh, um, look, while hospital wait times are a joke... Funeral costs are the real killer here. Funeral costs are just horrible. Um, so I imagine I'd be complaining about that even premature to her death. You stupid. You actually said E, prison. Prison's a joke. Ah, uh, Okay, yeah. so while you were in jail for the accident <laughs> that, you, that you caused on your grandma, okay. um, you wrote this tweet. Prison sucks, but the real joke here is the lack of stairs, A. Um, the... My, my, the fact that my grandpa is still out there. Mm-hmm. Grandpa better start running. <laughs> or D, an old man emoji, a knife emoji, and then a skull emoji. Um, I'm not an emoji type of guy. So I didn't do that, but I do fondly remember threatening my grandfather um, and telling him he should be running. Mm. I do fondly remember that. You well, stupid. It was actually, how do I order a helicopter in prison? <laughs> Throwback to a prison-themed episode. You can go back and listen to that on iTunes, Spotify, Omni. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, next one. After you were released from jail, your mm-hmm. first tweet was... It was a great this, day. Yeah. This is not a joke. Grandpa, you're next. Nothing can stop me from pushing my grandpa down the stairs. Uh... uh Oh, well, the next one, sorry, was I just pushed push Grandpa down the stairs. Okay. And uh, how do you hide a dead body? Which one did you say? Um, I said, E, he's already in my trunk. Uh, actually, you said, E, my farts smell. Mm. They, that is true, though. No, <laughs> I've, it's all coming back to me. It's all yeah, coming back yeah, to me now. So that was earlier on this year. And then last one. This is a tweet you had last night. I am a yeah. joke, and I wish I was more like my good friend and mentor Hudson. He is so A, good looking, B, okay. smart and wise, okay. C, talented and cool, yeah. D, stylish mm-hmm. and a good dancer. What did you say? I, I do like how you're taking a leaf out of my book on this one. This is <laughs> this is probably very deserved. Um, look, I have been on record for years just praising your dancing ability. Mm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I do not see why I didn't say that last night because that's just what I believe in most strongly is your ability to dance. So I'm going D. Well, look, I'm going to give you a... Uh, where's the... A yes. Yes. But you were actually all of the above. That's what you wrote. All of the above. Yeah. Jeez, that's a long tweet. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, was that like a double tweet to get um, through the characters? Well, no, you just said... All, you just wrote all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. I do that sometimes. <laughs> um, okay, you got zero points for that one. Zero Charlie. points. <laughs> Far out. I've, I thought I'd do better considering it was all my own well, words. Well, yeah. Well, it just seems to me in one ear, out the other ear. In one ear and out the other ear. So let's just come like to another song. the content song. of this show. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, the next song coming up, we've got That Joke Isn't Funny Anymore. Just like you, Hudson, <laughs> you're not funny anymore. But Hudson... Now it's time for... What's the time, Charlie? I got Rick Rowan, mate. 
I just got rid of that one. We're no strangers to love. Okay, that's enough. That was, that was actually pretty funny. All right, can we go again? We're going to try it again. Uh, what's, the, what's the time for, Charlie? Now it's time for... Dictionary versus Chai, the fan favourite Hudson. Thank you for rickrolling me before. That was the highlight of the show. Surely better than all your work so far, Hudson. It's the highlight of my life. Charlie. Urban Dictionary versus Chai, this is how it works. I'm yes. going to give you a word and okay. you have to tell me which of these definitions is from Urban Dictionary or which one is made up by your God and Messiah, Charles Austin Watson Kenahan. Number one, Hudson, yes. prank. Okay. Is the definition for prank A... An excuse to be a dick to random people on the street. Or B, guys, they really, really aren't funny anymore. Mum and dad, I don't know if I can handle it anymore. I beg you, stop. Please stop. Just stop. A or B. (laughs) So so sad. (laughs) A Um, or B. I'm going to say it's A, an excuse to be a dick to people on the street. Because that's like a, you know, if you did a prank on the street, that's what people kind of assume. You yeah, the definition would be, yeah. Oh my god, I'm so, so sorry. That soundbite is always so much louder than all the other <laughs> Who ones. Who needs eardrums, hey, honey? Oh my gosh, Who sorry. Who needs eardrums? For you, for you listening on the podcast, <laughs> oh god, so uh, we'll level out that sound. For you on the radio, <laughs> I'm sorry about the ringing. Number two, Hudson, that was correct. You were off to a flying start. Number two is joke. Is the definition of joke A... A juxtaposition, whether internal or external, intended to arouse amusement. Or B, you know what's coming, your and your girlfriend's relationship. The definition of joke. Um, do I need to, like, have thought... Pro- do I need to speak my thought process here, or can I just say... Yeah, you answer? need your thought process, yeah. Um, well, you know, unless you put the second definition in a dictionary, there's a very that's a very specific definition to mm-hmm. be in there. So it's my true, reasoning though. would then be uh, A. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Number three, April. Mm-hmm. A, derived from the month. A girl's name used by parents who lack creativity at the time <laughs> of their daughter's birth. No, sorry to April's out there. That's or B. Coveted by Sasha's everywhere, Aprils are to be loved, adored, unless they are vegan, in which case you know how I feel about that. <laughs> A or B, Hudson? A or so B, the definition of April? Um, look, I'm going to say A. A is the definition of April in Urban Dictionary. I'm going for a flawless victory right here. I'm just going to say that. I've got them all. Oh, my God, I got that right too. I've got every single question today if right. You, I am the prank master. If you get the next two say. right, you are 10 from the... 10. It's <laughs> <laughs> outrageous. And you gave me the world's hardest questions. Okay. Well, yeah. You, you the next not. one is full. Mm. And I could have gone the obvious way here with the definition of full and like just made both definitions about you. But I didn't. I decided to be a bigger man. So here are the definitions. Take the high, moral high ground. I took the Thank moral you, high ground. Is the definition of full A, a clumsy or stupid person who is pitied by Mr. T? <laughs> or B, anyone who doesn't find the host of this show attractive? Well, that's a great... I like it how you said the hosts and not specifically Charlie. Yeah, Because that yeah. would be a normal thing that you it would... It would be a normal would, I'm right, bucking so. the trend. I only bagged your girlfriend once so far <laughs> in this episode. So I feel like this is a, um, a nice change. I appreciate this. 
but I'm still going for the win here, and I'm going to say it's number A. Yeah! <laughs> number number A. In number A. Number A is correct, Hudson. Okay, last one. If you get this, you are you, you, you perfect score. This is very exciting. All I do is win, win. The definition is first. Mm, that's me. It's a definition of first. A, not second. <laughs> or B, not third. Oh. <laughs> this, well... It's both of them, though. That's the thing, because it's neither for. But which one is Urban third. Dictionary? Which one is and in which one Urban is Dic- Charlie? This is. You've got me right on the edge here. You've got I me did. right. This could go either way. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's not second. That's my answer. Yes! <laughs> yes! You are unbelievable! Yes! You're an absolute machine! I get to play the sound, my favorite soundbite. All the time. It's just been an amazing week, hasn't it, Hudson? It's what? been a great week because I have... Yes, it is true, ladies and gentlemen. On a pitiful, ashamed <laughs> and disgusting one point, we have Charles Kenahan. It was a good point, though. But on an almighty, all-conquering, all-devouring ten points out of a possible ten... Hudsonian, Sawidian, Sawadian, Sawada. Hudson, here I present to you the trophy made oh, out of all the this. all that pain and angst felt by those oh. who have been victims of an April Fool's joke. It's so metaphorical. I mean, 50% of it is made out of you because you get done by April Fool's, mate. <laughs> Come on, that's pretty you subjective. Done, mate. Um, I had a great time. Did you have a great time? I had a really good time, yeah. Can Thank I, you so can I ask you a serious question? Again. No. Can I ask you a non-serious question? Yes. Um, does it ever get old winning every week? Or is it just... Um, is it just... You, you just I mean, get used to it. I can't help it. It's, you, just, you know, it's not something I can uh, really change about myself. Yeah. I win all the time, all day, every day. Well... Especially against you, Charlie. For those Stand of, no chance. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> when me and Hudson were at high school, we did a uh, half-court shot basketball competition whoever got it in won everything from forever no matter what it's true and Hudson got it in and I've won everything ever since and he's won everything ever since and that's probably why you win every week on the show so compliment me well Hudson (laughs) if people just tune in the show just then like they just tune in just then like how do they like recapture the vibe and how do they listen how do they listen to us you can find us on the internet we're on Omni Spotify iTunes uh, Wherever you get pod, your podcast, pod, what's the podcast? Castbox, Castbox. Anywhere you get your podcast, just type and tell me something. I don't know. And pending legal results, <laughs> yeah. we will be on there, and so will this website. <laughs> if Freakonomics Radio don't sue the jizz out of us, they don't sue the jizz out of us. Well, um, it's the it's the last week of the show before we have our season break next week. And what what's the theme for next week? It's Apocalypse Week. Ooh. I need to find. Uh, <laughs> oh, apocalypse Week <laughs> Basically it's all going to be out Apocalypse We're going to be playing some crazy songs It's going to be hectic And from Charlie and from Hudson This has been Tell Me Something I Don't Know And we're going to take you out on wait, something Wait, wait, what about my puns? Oh, I haven't done the puns yet Give me some puns, come Alright Hudson <laughs> I tried it. That was me trying to get out of the puns No, I, think I you, want I my prize I want my Alright Hudson, I, use your three puns as your victory prize they're all Hudson related, but okay. they're just puns. Beautiful. Um, in the in the religious spirit of Easter, 
Hudson. How does Moses Hudson make his tea? <laughs> he brews it. <laughs> yeah, good one. I appreciate that. That's a very good pun. Number two. But you can do better. Let's see. How what do we you got. kill a vegetarian Hudson vampire? <laughs> They're just buns that you just added my name in. Okay, how? With a stake to the heart. That's how. Mm, poor vegetarian you, Hudson weird, vampire. You, you are so savage to non meat eaters <laughs> on this know. show. Let's keep going. Um, what do you do when your local Hudson chemist dies? <laughs> what do you do? You bury him. Right. What's you bury? The barium. Barium's an element. Oh, I didn't know barium was that an element. That could not have fallen any further. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, there you go. Something I didn't know. There you go. I, I learned, something well, I didn't I learned know. a new element. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you. Pun. We will see you next next week, Hudson. You are you have been in fine form today. We take you out on Kath and Kim's amazing <laughs> Joker and the Thief. You're Hudson. You're Charlie. This is Sin ninety point seven. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>